Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Yeah, we're like matching. You can't see us, but. Oh my gosh. If you are on YouTube, you can see us. Mm -hmm. We are matching. Look at tank tops, blonde hair, black. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, we're back to 21. I am so happy to see you. Uh, Hopefully I get to see you in person because I am going to Palm Springs tomorrow and Gretchen's going today. However, it was just ironic that we were both going at the same time. So she kind of hinted I to me. I think maybe you use that ironic word wrong correctly sometimes. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. It's not ironic. It's coincidental. Coincidental. Right. Yeah. My brother-in-law tells me that too. And then I want to tell him to fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I see the irony in it, but... <laughs> You do? Okay. I'm sorry. You can tell me. I'm just kidding. No, I I hate those. I do hate those uh, word correctors. I know. It's okay. I'm just doing it for the people. I get it. They're probably saying the same thing. That we're thinking it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I did have a funny story to tell you that I said that I was going to say on Patreon. It's really kind of just cute. But anyways, you know, when I was in Japan, I didn't want to carry a purse around. So I was like all those cool moms around and had a crossbody bag, you know, like the Lululemon looks kind of like a, looks like a fanny pack, but you kind of wear it uh-huh, sideways. Mm-hmm. You got one. Cause you're one of those cool moms with the Stanley mm-hmm. and the crossbody. 
Yeah. So it really is convenient when you are traveling. It really is. Like, (laughs) you know, like when you're in, because you can access it easily, you can throw it kind of around your back. I mean, when you're at amusement parks, et cetera, very convenient. Very convenient. So I had that. Well, Colton comes up to me and he goes, hey, mom, you have your strap on on. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Um, excuse me. And he's like, yeah, you got your strap on on. And and I'm like, where in the hell did he hear that word? First of all, right? I'm like, oh, and I kind of just, you know, he's nine years old. So I was like, oh, I was like, you mean this person? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you got it on. And he just thinks it's the funniest thing that he keeps saying it, right? And I'm like, hey, buddy, where did you hear that word? And he's like, 80 for Brady. What's 80 for Brady? (laughs) It's a movie that he watched on the way to Japan. And it is about Tom Brady. And it's all these like 80 year old women that want to go to the Super Bowl to see Tom Brady. It's a, it's actually, I watched it. It is and a they talk about super funny movie. So this woman keeps the tickets to the Super Bowl in her fanny pack. And one of the women jokes around and is like, oh, you got your strap on on. And so that's <laughs> what, that is where he got it. He doesn't know the joke, right? He just knows that they think it's funny. So he thinks it's funny. But yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, maybe just don't say that in public. <laughs> or do. Or do. You know, I don't get, know. Add a little I, levity. Listen, it's I a didn't. a good crowd reader, you know? I didn't. Um, I just laughed it off. But I, and I did not tell him that it was not appropriate to be talking about strap-ons. Because maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it Anyways, is. I think story. when children say fun things like that, you look around and you see if those other people have Are like laughing. a little bit of the giggles. Yeah. And if they're real uptight, then maybe they need a strap on up their butt and you don't need to be friends <laughs> with them anymore. True. <laughs> uh, so I say continue on. But I think if you have not seen that movie, it is one to watch. It is very cute and lighthearted and it is real funny. And Tom Brady's in it. Oh, my fave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I um recently had some fun. Oh. I went to a concert in the park. Okay. Yes, you're into First those all, right now. Yeah, it it is the season. Mm-hmm. It's concert in the park. I didn't I didn't, didn't used to have like friends here. So, I wasn't like that into it, you know? Yeah. And so, but now I do. Very popular. Anyhow, it is a big deal to have it what, the concert in the a, park? It is a huge turnout. It made me feel like I was at Coachella. Oh, no way. I mean, I am telling you, it is crazy bananas. Okay? Okay. So you have to get there at 8.30 in the morning Stop and set it. up. And, and set out. By 8.30 in the morning, by the time I got there, there was not an inch of like places to like set your blanket and your chairs down or anything. When is the concert? What time? It's not until 3 p.m. <laughs> so what do you do with your shit? Do you like leave or you come back or what? I got roped into bringing my easy up. Now that we made a, achieved a new level of grown upness because in my whole married life, we have we are fans of the easy ups, but we always borrow them from people. Mm-hmm. So you bought we never own. we never bought our own. You know what? You no, should have now one we that are... say Housewives of True Crime on it. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll support. We that. have one from Costco. It's Coleman's. You know, 
We used it this weekend at the beach and okay. I'm very excited about it. Like we own our own. Yes. Sign me up. Do that. So these ladies are like, okay, we're going to go. And they're not mentioning anything about their husbands helping. And, you know, this is my first go around. So I'm like, I, I usually make Jeremiah do all that stuff for me. Yeah. Okay. And so I just was like, well, I guess if you guys know how to do it, you can just help me do it. But I was not excited. They make them real easy these days. First of all, I had to drag this shit from so goddamn far all the way to where we set it up. My hands are like red. It was horrible. I was like, why? Why isn't my husband here? This is so stupid. (laughs) It turns out just none of their husbands will wake up and do it for them. They were like, we we don't have the we would have our husbands do it, but they're not. They don't have the option. Okay, I'm like, oh, no, he does not like me doing stuff like this on my own because I don't do it right. You know, Mm -hmm. so I put it up and the women, first of all, you have to like pop the the center part all the way up. Mm hmm. They're like, you don't need to do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. I'm going to get in big trouble if I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I made them, you know, lower it down so we could get that thing properly adjusted. And then they're like, you're not going to stake it, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, I am. I got to put some stakes in or I'm going to get in trouble. Oh, my gosh. I came home. The first thing Jeremiah says to me is... Did you pop you the top? You put stakes in, right? Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you? You did. Yeah. yeah, I did. Okay, good. Yeah, 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 I did. I would have been worried it was going to blow away too if I did not stake he, it. He does not really believe me. He's like, no, you're you're kidding me, right? That they were thinking about not putting the stakes in or putting that thing down. I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you. For the rest of the summer concert series, Jeremiah, you are the one that is going down with the ladies and setting up all the canopies. They just yes. volunteered you for that. Yeah. And it's kind of a relief for him. He's like anything except for you doing it and bitching about it. (laughs) You're a good husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I really do. Yeah, you do. Oh, and your anniversary is coming up, actually. Is it this week? When is uh, it? Next week, I think. I know. But like when this comes out, when is your anniversary? July 19th. Oh, yes. It's on Wednesday. This comes yeah. out on Monday. So happy anniversary. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you have a case for us today? Does it have I anything do. to involve uh, love and marriage and anniversaries? It does. Oh, <laughs> but let's hope that mine ends better, better than this one. I can, I can only imagine. Good day, listeners. Today's Ooh, are we case. Going from to Australia. We are. We are. This case comes to us from down under. It is a listener suggestion from Bella J. Thanks, Bella. Love the name. Love the name. I think it's been a minute since we've ventured to the land of kangaroos and it was, it's time to go back. Okay. You know, I love an accent. Makes me nostalgic for Outback Steakhouse days. I know. So good. Okay. Oh, by the way. Okay. So. I am not really into chain restaurants that much. Except Outback. Except Outback. Right? And I know. When we Always were, good. When we were in Florida, we went to Joe's Crab Shack. Oh, no, it's not good. It is actually awful. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, Joe. It is not good. <laughs> it's not good. Joe, you have to re, I don't know, reorganize or something because it made me think, damn, like this is why I only go to Outback for the chains because it's the only one that's like pretty damn consistent. Okay. I like a Chili's. I, well, I like, I prefer Chili's over Fridays. Yeah, me too. My, um, my son wanted to go to Applebee's because they were giving away free movie tickets if you buy $35 worth of something. And I was like, you know, I'm not that no. into Applebee's either. I mean, mm-hmm. I want to be fancy like Applebee's, you know, like the song. No. But um, I'm not that into it. I like BJ's. Oh, I do like a BJ's too. Uh-huh. Uh, I like the barbecue chicken chop salad and I love a pizuki. Yes, that's true. Okay, there's a few. There are a few mm-hmm. chains that I'm into, but Outback is is still my number one. It's where it's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. So Allison Baden-Clay, let me tell you about her. She was a disco biscuit for sure. Miss Allison spoke six languages. Wow. That's pretty smart. She probably did the Rosetta Stone. That's our I was, Oh my right God. Now. ESPN. I was just about to say she must have gotten her Rosetta Stone on. Yeah. Yeah. You can learn 25 mm-hmm. languages. True. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I hear you can get 40% off. Right now. Right now. Yes. Rosetta Stone slash today. Today. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was also crowned Miss Brisbane in 1993. She was also a legit ballerina. Mm. She is described as warm, talented, and intelligent, an adoring mother of three daughters. Seems like the only thing Allison didn't have going for her was that her better half, being her husband, Jared Baden Clay, was more like her worst half. He was just the worst. Douche canoe, mm. as you know, listener Wendy would say. So to those outside their inner circle, he presented himself as a charming, successful real estate agent. His claim to fame is that his grandfather, Lord Baden-Powell, founded the Boy Scouts. Oh, I did find this a little interesting. Yes, because I sort of thought the Boy Scouts was just a U.S. of A thing. Well, not? I couldn't be more wrong, Tab. Nope. Okay. Nope. It is, was actually started by great-grandpa Baden in 1908 in England, and now the Boy Scouts are in 32 countries. Oh, righty. I went down a little Boy Scout rabbit hole and found out that the current CEO of the Boy Scouts of America is a man named Roger C. Mosby, and he is the highest paid CEO in the human services category with an annual salary of $1.7 million. (laughs) So bananas. I I mean, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, sell the popcorn people, sell the That's right. Okay. He lives in Irving, Texas. Oh my God. Which I just feel like we talk about a lot. Yeah. Can't really talk that much shit. He's going to come after me. (laughs) Oh, I actually went to the headquarters there because my son. Yeah, that's why I'm sure that's why he lives there. Yes, because I did the Boy Scouts for a hot minute and with my son, and uh, I had to buy all the shit. And I did see that the headquarters is there, and he must live in a fancy house Mm -hmm. for that income. 
Well, yeah. Also, I read that the Boy Scouts of America have over a billion dollars in assets, but their financials are pretty messy. They filed for bankruptcy in 2020, and they claimed around $500 million in liabilities to sexual assault victims, which we're not going to get into. But I mean, I... uh I just wanted to let, I just was very curious after learning how big the Boy Scouts were. The Girl Scouts, if, you mean, or the Boy Scouts? No, the Boy Scouts, oh. yeah. If Jared got any of that, you know, big Boy Scout money at and, any point. Yeah, you did know? he? No, I don't think, I don't think he did. Yeah, I mean, he had his own personal messy financial issues, which I'll explain later. But I think that the only thing he did was throw around the name Lord Baden-Powell and he got to go like hang out at their little camps. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think actually they're pretty cool, but you know, yeah, that's that's about it, right? Okay, so back to Jared. He met Allison when they were both working at a travel agency company in 2000. It was like a big one. Allison was very successful there and climbed the ranks. Jared, on the other hand, was uh, terminated after five months of employment. He doesn't have a stellar employment history. Sounds like he doesn't play well with others. From what I gather, he's charming initially, but you know, not everyone's buying it. And if he senses that he's rubbed you the wrong way, you can feel it. So was he ever in the Boy Scouts? (laughs) Like it does not sound like a Boy Scout. It doesn't sound like a Boy Scout, right? Um, Yeah, no, I think I, I do believe he was. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've known a few people like this where it's like all smiles, Mm -hmm. but sometimes you just like sense there's something boiling underneath the surface. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, when they catch you catching on to them. Oh yeah. You're cut. Shoot you daggers. Yeah. You're Mm -hmm. cut. Yeah. So something I found really interesting that is just like a seemingly small thing that I read about their early relationship in David Murray's book about Allison is that when her and Jared got together, she was kind of also in this on and off relationship with this other dude, okay? She found herself with feelings for both. She ended up on a trip with Jared and she thought it was so lovely that when she had left her clothes out on the bed sloppily to take a shower, he had taken it upon himself to neatly hang them up. Uh, I think I would love that too. Mm-hmm. You know, Fred is never going to do that for me ever, right? Well, then she ended up on a trip with this other dude. And so she decided to test him. She left her clothes out sloppily and stepped out of the shower. And they were still there. So she confided to friends that that's when she made up her mind that Jared was the one for her. And I get it. Tidy is nice, you know, but on the flip side of that is that Jared's need to keep it neat is also probably indicative of future controlling behaviors. But in the beginning, he was like this classic love bomber. You know, it's easy to get fooled by all that stuff. He did stuff like arrange to have her favorite magazines waiting for her in the hotel room. Gosh, that sounds real nice. All that stuff is nice, but it's also a little extra. Yeah. It's a little dirty John with the smoothies. If you haven't, you know, 
gone down that rabbit hole, watch the series or listen to the podcast, you should. I mean, I think the lesson is when they exhibit extra behavior, just examine that a little bit before yeah. you, you catch too many feelings. Because sometimes the extra is everywhere, right? It's not just like in the Sometimes it's like it's to cover something up. Yeah. Yeah. Distract you. Yeah. Well, I think Allison might actually have had a little pause about it because when he proposed, she told him she needed a week to think about it. For sure then. Uh Uh-huh. She thought something. she, She thought something. But she did accept. And they got married and they had three beautiful girls. And by 2006, Jared had transitioned to working in the family real estate business. They were like century 21. Okay. Wore the, the yellow blazers and everything. Okay. <laughs> well, Allison had her hands full with her three girls and with Jared in real estate, he worked, you know, long, unpredictable hours and also took calls all the time because, you know, good agents are always available. True. Well, being a real a real estate agent is also a really good cover if you're a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater, right? You know? True. I didn't even think about that ever. I know. Yeah. Okay. And Jared, Jared was a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. He had a knack for banging clients. Um, According to Allison's friends, she had become aware of his periodic indiscretions, but she always forgave him and just focused on her family. There was never any talk of leaving him. And when her and Jared presented themselves, you know, they projected this picture perfect image as much as possible. Jared even wrote a blog about his life as a family man that was apparently like pretty popular. And he used it to promote his real estate business. In reality, Jared was a far cry from the doting dad and devoted husband his blog readers thought he was. People say he had this militant way of handling the children and even mm. spoke about belting them like very casually. Yikes. Little girls. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. As for the state of the marriage, Allison desperately tried to hold on to it. She bought self-help books and sought out marriage counselors to fix it. And in return... Jared complained about all things domestic. He didn't like her cooking. He didn't like the way she kept the house. He withheld sex from her and demeaned Allison's attempts at, you know, rekindling a romance with him. And he eventually told her he didn't love her. Mm. Not surprisingly, Allison suffered from depression and blamed herself for him not loving her. It's mind-blowing that Jared treated his wife like a scum and still managed to charm the panties off the ladies on the side. Jared had been having an affair with a newly divorced woman who was working in his office named Tony McHugh. Tony believed that her and Jared had a future together. They talked about marriage, and he told her he just stayed with Allison at the moment for his girls. She thought her and Jared were really in love. But in reality, he was cheating on her too. So Jared is not just, you know, shady with his wife. He's shady with his side piece. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And his full of shitness does not quit. Turns out he's that way in business too. 
He was over a million dollars in debt and not just like Amex. He owed like plenty of creditors, but he also owed his parents around $60,000, his friends, $90,000, oh my gosh, his he's real estate partners, friends, $300,000. I know. Okay. It's not really a good idea. It seems that he just really wasn't that good at closing the deals. He, you know, he's real arrogant about it and it wasn't working for him. It was a real turnoff to everyone around him, except for this side piece, Tony. The affair with her went on for four years and was the worst kept secret around the office. And from there, the affair gossip had spread around to the children's school and gotten back to Allison through a friend. And this, I mean, it's one thing to know your husband is cheating on you, but to hear that everybody at your kid's school, can you imagine? I mean, it's humiliating. Yeah. So she was devastated by this. Um, She had really had enough. And so she told, you know, Jared, he had to end it. She did not tell him to kick rocks, but she did stand up to him and he did end it. And he also fired Tony from the office. But then two months later, according to Tony, they started back up again. It's a four year affair. It's not like a four week affair. I know. So, you know, she says she, she couldn't help it. She was just in love with him. And one evening when she was speaking with him on the phone, he informed her that the following day she would likely run into Allison at a conference. They were both planning on attending. She was like, seriously, when is this going to end? And she asked him to end his marriage. Like he had been promising for years now so they could live the dream life they had dreamt of for the past four years since they started banging. Mm -hmm. She says it wasn't an ultimatum. It was just like all her frustrations came out. Well, the following morning, April 20th, 2012 at 7.15 a.m., Jared called 000. You know, that's like like their 911. Yes, it's like their 911. It's even easier. It is easier. Yeah. And very, you know, collected. He said, good morning. My wife is missing and I don't know where she is. Officers Mm -hmm. were dispatched to the house to speak with him. When they arrived and spoke with Jared, they were immediately alarmed by the two scratches on his face. He told them that he had cut himself shaving. The scratches are obviously fingernails, like obviously, like they're like the same, like width of fingernails. They're mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Not like a Nick from a shave. No, I mean, they don't look like a shaving play. cut at all. Yeah. Yeah. And they all officers also noted that for being so early in the morning, the home of three young children was unusually clean and tidy. I mean, everybody knows. You live in a house with little kids. There's shit everywhere in the morning. Except you if can't... you're my friend, Sally. I don't know how she does oh. it. But <laughs> I can, seriously, girlfriend. Every time I walk in, it's spotless. I'm like, not like mine. No, not like mine either. So Jared told them that when he woke up that morning, 
Allison was gone and he had tried to reach her by phone and she wasn't answering. And today she was supposed to attend a conference and leave the house at 7 a.m. And this is a conference she was supposed to see the mistress at. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. He also said that he didn't want to be an alarmist, you know, but he was concerned. Police began their investigation and took Allison's missing person case seriously. You know, they don't always do that, but they did. They asked Jared to go to the station and get further examined for marks on his body. Mm-hmm. That's where they found an unusual mark on his chest. It's very red. It looks like a punch, like poison oak or something to me, oh. or maybe a punch. I don't know. It just is like, like all the blood is like on the surface. It could be like scratchy or like a bruise that hasn't Uh completely developed. I don't know. But Jared said that it was a reaction to a caterpillar bite. I've never even heard of a I don't caterpillar know. Biting. I mean, they have all kinds of funky bugs. Yes. That, yes. Okay. I think there's some other things you could say about a caterpillar on your chest. I mean, I know. I feel like maybe he was channeling some like Boy Scout knowledge or something. Because right. who says a caterpillar bite? Right. I don't know. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including 
including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Hey listeners, I'm back again talking about Rakuten. Rakuten is where it's at. Rakuten is the smartest way to shop. Members earn cash back on everything they buy and can maximize savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores like Walmart, Urban Outfitters, Expedia, places you already shop at for sure. So why not be saving while doing it? How it works is the stores pay Rakuten, a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has over 17 million members saving, and Rakuten members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe. 
co slash clink. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash clink. Okay. Well, the police called bullshit on that explanation and asked him to come back for another examination on his body the next day and also submit some DNA. Well, on the way there, he got in a little fender bender, which it's speculated that he had possibly caused his car crash in an attempt to disguise the injury he had on himself. Yeah, that were probably yet to show up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, when Allison's friends and family learned that she was missing, they went into action. They set up search parties and her parents gave heartbreaking, tearful pleas in the media. Meanwhile, Jared moved out of his home with his girls to his parents' house and stayed hidden. He did not help look for his wife. A reporter caught him outside one day with his sister. And when he spoke to her, to me, it looks like he's trying real hard to cry, but no tears are flowing. And what was also weird to me about it is, you know, his sister is there in the background and she doesn't really say anything, but she just looks like nervous, you know, which I would think she would be comforting him. Like, you know, you picture like hand on the back and saying and interjecting like, please help, you know? So it's just a little, it's a little off-putting maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. So Allison's story grew because she's this beautiful mother of three, you know, former Miss Brisbane and beloved in her community and hundreds of people were looking for her. And soon the whole country was invested in her safe return. Allison was like the Australian Lacey Peterson or Gabby Petito, you know, people just connected with the story. And they also focused on the fact that the husband was not at the forefront of the search party like you would imagine. Yeah, Sadly, that's, that's big red flags. Yeah, it's big everybody. red flags. Yeah. So sadly, 11 days after she was reported missing, a kayaker found her body in Colo Creek, which flows into the Brisbane River. The location was about nine miles from her home. It was devastating for her, you know, friends, family, community, and everyone that had been holding out hope that she would return home to her girls. The media got a hold of information that Jared had been having a not-so-secretive affair with a woman named Tony McHugh. Additionally, they learned Jared was in some financial hot water. And he had recently upped the life insurance policy he had on Allison. And he filed the claim the very day her body was discovered. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been really like, yeah, really. He was waiting. Really? He's like, got it. Yeah, he's waiting. Oh, yeah. thank God they found her. Yeah. Okay. So it's not, you know, it's not looking good for him. Right. So investigators still, they need more evidence than that before an arrest could be made. So Jared went about, you know, daily life while they tried to determine Allison's cause of death. 
Eventually, they announced it was homicide, but because of the level of decay, you know, like she was like mm-hmm. kind of like half in the water for 10 days. Yeah. They couldn't determine how, but there was no evidence that she died of natural causes. So I guess that's how they can rule out homicide. Okay. They were able to gather some compelling evidence to make a case against Jared, and it included enlisting the help of a botanist. That's a plant man, if you don't know. Allison (laughs) had various leaves and debris on her and mangled in her hair. And this guy was able to determine that two of the plant species found on her were found in Colo Creek. But of the six total species of plants found on her, all six could be found in her own backyard. So... Clearly, dude, did he get she was poison killed oak? there and dumped? Did he have poison oak on his Maybe chest? it was poison oak. Maybe that's, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but, you know, maybe that was it. Yeah. Although, why wouldn't you just say I got poison oak? I don't know. I don't know. Right. And it's not very good boy scouting. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> right. Okay. Although I still am always like, whenever we're like on a hike or something, you know, natural, I'm like, is that it? Is that it? Like, I can never remember. Jeremiah's always got like, it's three leaves and, you know. I can, I can spot it anywhere, man, because I am so allergic. Oh, okay. Well, good, good for you. And you can set up canopies. (laughs) We should change, we should trade places. Okay. (gasps) Anywho. Okay. Six weeks after she was found, the public was relieved that Jared was arrested for her murder. Now, as you can imagine, things were tense between Allison's family and Jared's, you know, and to make matters worse, um, before the trial began, they learned that there was an investment property that Allison and her brother had been running out since 2000. Mm -hmm. Somehow from behind bars, Jared was able to sell it. And he did that and used the money to pay his mounting legal fees. Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me? And for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes. Hormone harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. 
That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code CLINK at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code CLINK for 15% off today. Clink, clink, ladies. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Well, let me tell you, mylifeinabook.com is a very unique service. I did it for my mom and my grandmother, and it has been amazing. It basically turns your mom's life stories or your grandmother's or anybody that you think is special in your life into a book. So here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send a question via email to the special person, whoever you choose. You can ask custom questions too, but I just kind of let my life in a book choose what questions to ask. And then your special person like your mom can type their response or they can record their voice and my life in a book compiles it all in a beautiful keepsake for you. And guess what? They can even create audiobooks. I mean, this is such a unique gift that will last a lifetime for you, your mom, your children, your children's children. It is the best gift you can give. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use our code CLINK at checkout for 10% off. This is an unforgettable gift for you and your mom. Get it today. Use our code CLINK, mylifeinabook.com. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. When he did that, her father was able to gain control of her estate, but it was too late to save that property. Um... He was able to gain control of the estate until a verdict, at least until a verdict was reached, which which would prevent Jared from, you know, Doing whatever. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Other dirty play he was planning. So in June 2014, the trial began. Jared testified and so did Tony McHugh. It was a big trial. Mm-hmm. The prosecution called lots of character witnesses and they all said that Jared's, you know, one shitty character. All the plant evidence was presented as well as Allison's blood was found in the back of her car. No way. She's in on Mm. it too? No. In the back of Allison's car. Oh, okay. Not Tony's car. No. Okay. And evidence of the struggle from Jared's injuries, you know, plus his financial motivations, you know. 
As for his defense, let me tell you, it really made people's blood boil. They read excerpts from Allison's diary that left everyone brokenhearted because she wrote about how lonely she felt. She had been suffering from, you know, depression and seen a psychiatrist who had prescribed her Zoloft. And the defense attempted to show that she had killed herself in the creek after overdosing on Zoloft, despite not being able to prove that with toxicology. With anything. Yeah. Or the fact that if, you know, that Jared never said she was suicidal to the police in any interviews. Yeah. You know. So basically his defense was the most like egregious case of gaslighting possible. Like he killed her and then attempted to flip the script and blame her for her own death. You know, thankfully the jury did not buy it and he was found guilty, but the saga of Jared's fate did not end with the guilty verdict. He appealed And the following year, his murder conviction was downgraded to manslaughter. Why? I am so confused by this shit. They said there was not enough evidence to prove that he intentionally killed her. Okay, so when that happened, there is a huge outcry after that ruling because it's such a slap in the face to domestic violence victims. (laughs) And like, you can kill me, but as long as you didn't mean to. Right. It's like it doesn't. It does not make any sense. Okay, well, so he a just year... dumped her in the river. I mean, if you didn't mean to kill somebody, wouldn't you best call zero 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 nine one one? Yeah, zero zero zero. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, a year later, a higher court in Australia ruled to reinstate the original conviction and sentenced him to fifteen years to life. I mean, I like the life part, but the 15, I'm I'm not with. No. That's quick. He could be out, you know. Soon. Soon. Yeah. And how long in Australia do they have to serve for? You know? I mean, I think he has to serve his 15 years. It's not like 80% or 50%. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody from Australia school me. Okay. So hopefully the parole people down under uh, agree with me and go towards, you know, life. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. After the trial, Tony McHugh did an interview on the Aussie 60 Minutes mm-hmm. with, you know, my favorite cut to the chase Aussie investigative reporter, Tara Brown. You know, I love her. Yeah. And um, I do sympathize with Tony a little bit because this whole thing kind of ruined her life. And there is no evidence that she conspired with Jared to kill Allison. I think he duped her too. Yeah. And she was always truthful about her affair to him, to police from the get-go. But she was having an affair and she knew. Okay, I don't like that. But I mean, people make mistakes. That does not make you a murder conspirator. True. Okay. Um. I mean, it ruined her life. Yeah. Well, you know, so uh, she also testified for the prosecution. I mean, I think she tried to do the right thing when, you know, when he did the wrong thing, when he did the real, real wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, she'll always be like Amber Fry. She'll always be known for being the other woman. Right. There was a lot of backlash because they did an interview with her and a photo shoot for Women's Day magazine down there. And she was paid for her story, mm-hmm. which I also am like, you know, she's got to eat. She she had children to support. Was I she not married? Six... No, she... she had just gotten divorced when she started getting it on with Jared. Okay. I watched her 60 Minutes interview, you know, love the accents. I thought she had the <laughs> right to give, give her side of the story. <laughs> That's why you give yeah. it to give in to her because she has Maybe, maybe. It 100% is. If not, you'd be like, that stupid bitch should have known better. Yeah. Well, so she's been so highly criticized in the press. I mean, so I think, yeah, she does have a right to tell her story. I don't think she should just walk away in shame, you know, right? What I, who I think should own the shame is Women's Day magazine for doing this like semi glamorous shoot with her. I'd like, they should have done the article with one or maybe two pictures with very little makeup and her looking like solemn in the distance. Yeah. Instead, it's like her sitting down, like smiling, glammed up. It's not good. It's not, it's not appropriate. Okay. So the Daily Mail reports that she is now living in the United Arab Emirates. How do you say that? Emirates. Uh, It's like Emirates. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like Dubai adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's working as a teacher. Okay. In 2000. But I mean, she had to leave the country. I think it's a nice place where she's living now. Okay. In 2017, a court ruled that Allison's daughters would receive the $800,000 payout from her life insurance policy, which their grandparents, who have been raising them since Jared was arrested, put in a trust for them. Okay. So that's that's a win. Mm-hmm. They are all thriving, and one just graduated university. Great. I, I love how they say that over there. I know. You know. There is an active foundation in Allison's honor that helps domestic violence victims and raises awareness in Australia. The National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-RESPECT. And in the U.S., it's 1-800-799-SAFE. And those hotlines are not just for victims, but for anyone who wants to learn how to help anyone that they are concerned about, you know, like what questions to ask, signs. Yeah. So use them. Rest in peace, Allison. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Rest in peace. Wow. That is a sad case, man. And these, you know, what happens when these douchebags do this, it's like the, the kids lose everything. You know? Yes. Yes. They certainly lost both parents, But, you know, something what resonated with me about this case is that just so many people did not like him. Her friends never liked him, you know? Yeah. And I just, I don't like a lot of people. Sometimes you think, (laughs) sometimes you think maybe you should listen to your friends. 
I think sometimes maybe you should listen to your friend. I mean, I don't know. It's so hard, right? Like, how do you, how do you say that? But I also get, you know, realtors have got to close a deal. Sometimes they push the limits, mm-hmm. right? It's true. They've always got to hustle. Salespeople so, in general, which trust me, I was totally for many years, but yes, like that makes know. it difficult to be a friend, right? Because you don't, <laughs> don't know, know if they're like being genuine oh, or with, if they just want to close the deal. Yeah. With realtors, sometimes it definitely is like that. You feel that like, do you want to just sell my house or are oh, you really? Listen, I have a realtor really story. Best? I, when I was living, when I first moved to Orange County, I moved to a little community called Ladera Ranch and we had a realtor neighbor. And he came over, you know, with the baseball schedules and everything, developed a little rapport with the husband. Okay. Well, my husband's company had, what are they called? Season tickets to the Angels games at the time. Yeah. He knew the guy was a baseball fan, was like, have, have, use the tickets. Here you go. You know, whatever. Yeah. And so we were like very friendly. Anywho, put up my place for sale. Didn't use him. Of course, I'm not going to use him because I had a friend that was a realtor. So, and I had always told him, listen, she got us in this place. She's going to get me out of it. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. And um, stank guy never spoke to us again. No Un- way. Unfriended me on Facebook. No way. Mm-hmm. So I have a friend also that she had always been eyeing this house, like forever and ever and ever. She wanted this particular house. It went up for sale and one of like, you know, sometimes you have like five realtor friends. So this one particular realtor friend of hers called and said, Hey, I know, or it was before it went up for sale. He's like, you know, I, I know this house is going on the market. Do you want to look at it before it does? You could probably potentially get in. So she ends up buying the house with this guy because he brought her the house before it was on the market. And it was like one of those houses in Calabasas that it doesn't come up for sale often and lots of people want it. So one of her real good friends was realtor and they, she like cut her, like the realtor girl was like, fuck you. I'm not your friend anymore because you went and bought the house from somebody else. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, she doesn't owe you anything. Like it's her money. You're mad that she's not. Well, also, your it's bills. like people have obligations to other people. Yeah, no. And he, you are just blowing it because let me tell you, I told every neighbor that spoke to me, like, don't listen. That guy, he's not so nice. Right. <laughs> and otherwise, if someone would have asked me in the future, like, hey, do you know this guy? I would have said, oh, yeah, nice guy. Sure, use him. But now I won't. Yeah. Now I'll and be like, he he's a petty ass bitch. Don't try him. And you That's gave him season tickets and all this stuff. That's I crazy. Know. I know. Yeah. I don't so, like that at all. But yeah, it does get sticky for sure. I mean, these friends are no longer will ever be friends um, again because of that. But so silly. You know, it is silly. Uh, yeah, no, we all got to go to the grocery store. You're going to run I, into them. And I okay? also think being a realtor is really hard because I have another story on the other side. 
that I do have a realtor friend and he was working with somebody for a very long time. And then this other woman like knew the person that these people were going to buy the house from and tried to like slide in and cut a deal and cut him out of it after he'd been working with them for like two years. And it's like, okay, (sighs) no, that that's not okay. That's like real bitch move because he, you're not working for free. He's not working for free, right? Like he's spent two years with these people. He does deserve to get the sale. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a tough, it's a tough business, man. Like you said, you're always on. You're always, you're always on. I can't, I'm off. Always off. <laughs> no, you are actually always on. Also, <laughs> unfortunately, we are but always it's on. Not good. <sighs> um, a bunch of people have suggested that we listen to this um, new podcast that came out called Scamanda, and enough and enough okay. people around the kind of get has have been telling me. But it is a, it's one of those like highly produced, which I sometimes really like, but it's, it's a little repetitive. So it's like, yeah, you could have squeezed those whatever eight episodes into say one. How would you answer this question? Okay. I was recently at a party and somebody was like, oh, you have, you know, I fucking hate it when my friends tell people I have a podcast, but they still do it. It's nice. But they told her and she was like, oh, who's, who produces you? <laughs> you said Don. How would you answer that? <laughs> like, I don't know. I ain't got one of those producers. You have Damian. He's our And producer. then she's like, oh, okay. Damian, you should come up with some like really crazy name. A title? Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to name it Damian Productions. Yes. Yes. Mesothelioma <laughs> production. Dom Pod. <laughs> mesothelioma. Okay. No, Dom Pump, not Dom Perion Productions. That's what you usually call mm-hmm. Domion. I think mm-hmm. that sounds good. No, I feel like there's got to be some Dom Perion mixed with mesotheliomia <laughs> combination, <laughs> like a, like a JLo Benefer, like okay. some kind of word. I'll work on it. All right. Let's work on our production company. On my drive. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to answer that question for you. Yes. Okay. So anyways, I am a little bit invested in this story, so I might actually condense it so you guys all don't have to like spend a bajillion hours. Oh, also, I am sick of these Debbie Downer stories. Okay. So just so you know, people, my next story is a fraud. It's a real juicy one. It's another listener suggestion. So we're going to lighten it up. Who is it about? Can you tell us or no? Is it a woman yeah, I or a man? Well, I, I can't. It's a woman. She was okay. on the FBI's most wanted Ooh, list. And this wanted. listener suggested it. I wish I could say your name right now, but I don't have it in front of me. But she suggested it just because she's like, I was at the post office or something and I saw this woman's name up there. On the FBI wanted list? Yeah. And she's, she's like, I think it looks juicy. It says she's wanted for fraud. And <laughs> oh I looked into gosh. it and it is juicy. Is she still wanted? Mm-hmm. Is she in Texas? <laughs> we don't know where she is. <laughs> well, if we knew where she was, she wouldn't still be wanted, Tabitha. True. Well, true. True. Okay. You might be hiding her under your mattress. Kidding. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
All right, guys. Um, hopefully, and gals, and all of y'all out there, hopefully, you are getting your heat on um, because I think there's a heat wave going across the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Staying cool, getting in your pool, putting on your sprinklers. You know, that's what we used to do when I was a kid because we didn't have oh, any yeah. kind of water situation going on so and no wild rivers no we my mom raging waters yeah my no, raging water was the like thing that ties into your hose the sprinkler and it kind of goes uh-huh. back and forth my so kids are fascinated by sprinklers they actually like cry out like oh look sprinklers like it's an exciting thing oh well i, I don't know too. where they got that <laughs> it's like me anyways um until next week uh hopefully you guys have a good week. If you want more of us, Gretchen did a bonus crime last week. So you can go on to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime, or you can just hit the bonus, um, clink clink button on Apple. If you listen from there and go to last Thursday's episode, it is a good one. And we will have another episode for you on Thursday, just about current events. So I think that's all. Oh, there's a new platform we're on. I didn't even tell you about it yet, Gretchy. It's called Threads. <laughs> have you heard of Threads? It's the new Twitter. I have now. Oh, okay. So if okay. you all are on Threads, follow us on Threads. Um, I will start also posting there because I uh, have so much time on my hands. Clink, 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 clink.